Hello and welcome to Navigating Joy Together. My name is Lauren and I'm here with my family. Mark. Addison. Hunter and our dog Onyx. Each episode, you will hear about our experiences with navigating joy together in our family, as well as tips you can bring back to your family. Thanks for spending time with us. Now let's get to it. Before we get to today's podcast, I just wanted to remind you about the book that I wrote that's on Amazon, My Dad Died from ALS, and how I found joy 30 years later. If you hadn't had a chance to check it out, please check it out. It's very inspiring, and my goal is really to reach as many people as possible who experience deep sadness and grief and suffering during life's challenges and how they can still bring joy into their lives while going through these difficult times. Even now, I am becoming aware of people locally who are being diagnosed with ALS, and my heart grieves with them knowing what they are going to be going through. And again, I just want this book to provide inspiration for anybody who is dealing with something very traumatic. One review that came through from my book is this. My dad died from ALS is an engaging memoir that easily makes you create vivid scenes in your mind as you read it. I love that and couldn't stop reading it until I finished it. I admire the writer's strength to face everyday challenges and at the same time have the commitment to find joy in the present moment. That's really something I wanted to get across and I encourage you to check it out or refer, recommend it to somebody who you know might be able to gain some inspiration during tough during tough times in their lives. So go find it in Amazon. The link is also in the show notes. Thank you. And here's this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. First of all, I want to wish everybody out there a happy new year. It is 2023. I hope everybody had a fantastic holiday season, a wonderful new year, and this coming year is filled with so much love, health, happiness, and joy. This week, it is just me. I am starting my new series on cultivating joy in children. I just finished up a series on joy creators. If you haven't listened to it, go back and check it out. There are some really good ideas on how to create joy pretty much immediately when you are finding yourself not in joy. This series is going to be about cultivating joy in our children. Well, why do we want to do that? It's the same benefits for adults, and it's also giving them the tools that they can use as they grow into adults and they experience difficult times in life, sadness, grief, stress, anxiety, because we can still feel joy in all of those feelings. It is good for our hearts. It makes our immune system stronger. It helps us let go of stress, relaxes our muscles and mind. It can give us focus on one thing in the moment. Those are some very essential benefits of learning how to feel joy more often. The first thing that you would want to do, though, is talk about joy with your children. What is it? My favorite definition of joy is from Ingrid Fattel Lee, and I've referenced her in previous episodes. But she talks about joy being an intense feeling in the moment. It's a really deep 
intense feeling that you can feel down to the bottom of your soul, makes you want to jump up and down. You might feel like you want to burst from the inside out because you are so joyful. It could also give you goosebumps. So it's really important to talk about the word joy with your children, what it is, what it means, and you can even share the difference between joy and happiness. Happiness is more of that long-term feeling, but it's not that intense feeling that we feel in the moment with joy. The next thing you want to do is talk about joy within your family. Start telling your kids when you feel joyful and why you feel it. What's happening in the moment that gives you that intense feeling. If you don't feel joyful, talk about that and share with your kids what feelings you're feeling. Recognize them, talk about them, and then share how you're going to get back to joy. Right? When I talk about staying in joy and trying to live in joy as much as possible, I'm not saying ignore all of our other feelings. It's really important that we let ourselves feel the feelings that we have, but we don't want to sit in them all the time because it really can create havoc on our own personal lives and in our relationships with ourselves, our partners, our family, and our friends. And we don't want to live in that negative space all the time. So it's really important to have that balance. It's okay to feel stress and sadness and grief and anger and anxiety. We also want to be able to get into the feeling of joy as well. They will catch on. It is a common word in our household. And when I started this journey a few years ago, I started talking about it. I started referencing myself and then my husband started to do it. My children then started to latch on and we use joy all the time. We even use not joyful or joyful crushers or when we're not in joy, we talk about it and we really try to have it in our conversations all the time. It's a very common vocabulary word that we use and it's in our conversations often. So those are two really important things. Now, when we want to start cultivating joy within our children, if you have young kids, it's pretty evident that they often live in joy. They are living in the moment when they are playing and they are focused on something. They're 100% focused. They're not worried about tomorrow. They're not worried about what happened 10 minutes ago. They can stay in that moment, which is pretty amazing. We can learn a lot from them when they do that. But as kids get older, they start to deal with stress, anxiety, maybe sadness, maybe some depression. And there's so many reasons those feelings creep up, right? Social situations, social media, school, friends, family, activities, academics. There's so many reasons. We want to teach our children the tools of how they can identify those feelings, be okay with them, but also get back to joy. The very first step, though, is to start with us, the parents. Kids do what we do. Think about your kids when they're very little. They model our behaviors. So when we model negative behaviors, they model those. When we model positive behaviors, they model those. I can even think about how I am in the car when we're driving and I get frustrated at a driver. I might say something like, hurry up, or what are you doing? And I guarantee my kids are probably going to do that when they're driving. And that's something I really need to change because I don't want them to. But I'm modeling that every time we're driving together. They model what we do. So we have to think about how can we practice, joyful practice ourselves, so that they see us doing it. Are you often in joy? If not, what is keeping you from feeling joy and how can you change it? 
So really dive into the problem that might be a joy crusher. It could be a very simple thing like bedtime with kids or when you get home cooking dinner, or it could be a pretty deep thing like your job or maybe a relationship with somebody. Those are harder to change, but they can change. You can go to extreme of finding a new job if your job is that miserable for you, or maybe there's just some shifts that need to be changed. This is all about changing patterns and behaviors, and it can be really hard to do. We have to really reflect and think about what are some things that are happening that I am doing that's not creating the joy. What can I shift and change? So for example, a few years ago, this was pre-pandemic, I did a training with an early childhood center and all the teachers and the director wanted everybody to really start grasping and bringing in joy. We had an hour conversation about how to create joy before they got to work. We talked about creating new patterns, so shifting. What was your morning routine like? What can you shift and implement so that you get that intense feeling of joy right before you walk in that door. And it could be so many different things. It could be an early morning walk with a spouse or a loved one or a child or a pet. It could be a meditation. It could be exercise. It could be music. Those are some things that you can definitely do that could create joy for you. So again, it's all about changing patterns and behaviors. Once you start modeling joy yourself, talking about it and identifying it with your children, they are going to start doing the same. This is laying the foundation, the groundwork. This is what happens in my house. Now we're going to pass that so we can really hone in on patterns and behaviors to change within our family dynamic and how we work together to create more joy. So if we find something that's a complete joy crusher, we can now shift that after having a conversation, but you have to lay that groundwork first. If you need ideas on how to easily create joy for yourself, go back and listen to my joy creator series. They're short and there are really simple ways on how to create joy in the moment. You just have to be willing to take the time and you know what? It is worth it. It is worth to study this a little bit and to make changes. Don't you want to live in a more joyful state daily? I do. And it's not always easy. I struggle with it. But I want to do that. And I want to teach my children how to do that as well. So that when they have a difficult time in life, they can figure out how to tap into joy. So go check those out. They're super simple strategies. I would love to hear a takeaway that you got from this or one thing that you're going to do to model for your children how to cultivate joy. Once we lay this groundwork, then we can really focus in on teaching our kids specific strategies on creating joy. And I can't wait to get to that. So remember, children do what their parents do. So you have to decide what do you want to be showing your children and modeling for them. I choose joy for sure. I'd love to hear from you. My email is lauren at dailyjoy.us. You can also find me on our Facebook group at Navigating Joy Together or on Instagram, Lauren's Daily Joy. Thanks for listening, and we will be back in a couple weeks. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Did you enjoy your time with us today? If you did, please give us a review in Apple Podcast. Your review will make navigating joy together much more fun, and we would be truly grateful if you would share this with others 
who you know would gain value from our podcast. Thank you again, and we look forward to sharing our next episode with you in two weeks. Bye.